My name is Bob Puddingano. This is a homegrown edition of the Sounds of Blue coming at you whenever you like at soundsofblue.com. Isn't it about time we did a new promo? <laughs> we like to feature age-era music, from this, mostly from the 70s, a little bit from the 80s, of blues, soul, funk, rock, soul, jazz, jazz. I like to hear him from behind. What we want you to do most is when it's over, or maybe while it's during, I just want you to always remember. Trying to make it real compared to what... Thank you. 
Hi, this is Les McCann, and you're listening to Bob Putignano's The Sounds of Blue.
been listening to and still listening to Les McCann on this 426 homegrown edition of Sounds of Blue. We lost one of my favorites. Kooky guy, interesting guy for sure. We had a couple of challenging moments, but nothing to get excited about. But uh, all in all, been reading a lot of old bits this week, which is often missing are uh, some of the comments. None, I saw none of the comments that you know Joel Dorn had, unless, and there were plenty. Joel told me he spoke with Les forever, like daily. When Joel passed away, God, it's got to be six or seven or eight. I'll look it up. Well over ten years ago, anyway. I interviewed Les, who told me the same thing, that they spoke every day. The recording you hear in the background is Invitation to Open. It's a pretty mind-blowing recording, if you ask me. I swear I had a little bit of a difference of an opinion with Les, because I said, were you trying to emanate some of the things Miles was doing? No. Okay. You tell me as this moves along. But anyway, this was um, was produced by Joel Dorn. The track we're listening to, every track on here was written by Les. This is called The Lovers. Joseph Latif, David Spinoza, Colonel Dupree, Bernard Purdy, Alfred Al Muzan, Donald Dean, who's on the invitation to openness of Swiss movement that we heard the God in Your Soulness, which was also written by Les. Ralph McDonald on percussion. He wrote Mr. Magic. Spend some time with Les. I don't think we're going to do the whole show. I maybe. I mean, sometimes I just don't know and see how it feels. This is going to take a chunk. It's 26 minutes of all this, of which we still have over 22 to listen to. Miles Davis. Hmm. Love you, Les. Don't get me wrong. Miss Joel Dawn too. Sometimes it's not a lot of fun getting old. I just turned 72. Puts me within firing range. R.I.P. 
at 88. By the time you hear this, it would be about three weeks ago. I'm recording this on January 8th, just to give you the reference. You'll probably hear it around the 20-something of January. Thanks for all the clicks. Happy New Year, belatedly. Oh yeah, my name is Bob Putniano. Let it get too far. The opening track was called The Truth. An album called Pump It Up from 2001. That was, of course, Bonnie Raitt on co vocals and Billy Preston on organ.
Hi, this is Joel Dorn. If you want to hear a real radio station, stay right where you are.
produced by Joel Dorn. I mean, the previous song was produced by Joel Dorn. from a record called By Less on the soul side. New Blues. Nineteen ninety-four. Remember in Les McCann. Passed away by the time he is about two, three weeks ago at eighty-eight. Doesn't really matter, does it? Gone is gone. Have his music. Yes, I know it's a cliche, but it's the truth.
Hello, this is Hank Crawford. Whenever I'm in the New York area, I listen to Bob Putinano's Sound of Blue.
as we go through the drum solo. Good time to tell you a little bit about this. This is Johnny Hammond Smith Live. It's a bonus track if you have the edition of Breakout that includes the bonus track. But it's proper to say in the band in this live track is George Benson, Freddie Hubbard, Stanley Tarantine, Hank Crawford, Billy Cobham, Ayato, Moreira on percussion. Oh, Grover Washington. No, that's on the main album. Sorry. No, the live track is Hammond, George Benson, Freddie Hubbard, Stanley Tarantine, Hank Crawford, Billy Cobham, and Ayato. Good enough? Recorded. 1971. I believe that was part, there was a CTI tour that year. Some of that has been released around, maybe it was some of it was released on a single record I don't recall. By the way, I did look it up. I have his picture hanging here, Joel Dorn. He passed away in 2008. Wow, how time flies. Somehow you just want to slow it down, right? Hour and a quarter or so into the this 426th edition of the homegrown Sounds of Blue. Yeah. Recorded at the Hollywood Palladium. Let's go back there. I didn't plan it. It just
Hi, I'm Bob James, and you're fortunate to be listening to Sounds of Blue with Bob Putignano.
Pretty kicking band there. Hank Crawford's Wildflower. You got a bad girl. Sure sounds like it. Richard T. Uh, Bob Cranshaw rolling away on the bass. Idris Muhammad, Joe Beck on guitar. Of course, Hank on alto. Arranged and conducted by our friend, Mr. Bob James. How about some Animal Farm? No, not by George Orwell. Written by Johnny Hammond Smith. Swing it away.
Hi, this is Luther Kent. You're listening to Sounds of Blue, Bob Putniano, where the blues is. Mm-hmm. 
Hi, this is Melvin Sparks. You are listening to Bob Pugnano on the Sounds of Blue.
Yeah, you're right. This is Dr. John, and you listen to Bob Puccino. Sounds of blue.
This is Marshall Chess of the Chess Records family. You're listening to my man Bob here on Sounds of Blue. Thank you. 
That's called Good Enough, uh, written by Johnny Hammond Smith, uh, from an album called Johnny Hammond Cooks with Gator Tail. That's Gator Tail, who was married to Ruth Brown. Gator Tail, saxophone player, Gator Tail Jackson, of course, is what I'm talking about, I'm trying to reach for. But we heard The Stinger, also by Johnny Hammond Smith, featuring that album. Uh, the title track, The Stinger, with Houston Person, who's still with us at like 90s. Glenn told me he went to go see him. And he said he was like, he was unbelievable. He's mid to upper 90s easily. And still going strong, so good for him. Right? Not easy to do. Even at 72. <laughs> Before that, we heard... Hank Crawford, Blues for the Red Boy, written by Todd Rhodes, who I don't know who that is, Melvin Sparks, Bernard Pretty Purdy, and Dr. John on that album called Groove Master from 1990, produced by Bob Porter. Given a lot of airplay by, by uh, somebody I've been affected by recently in a good way, even though he's gone, Michael Bourne and... Um, this past Saturday, I tried. I forgot to listen. They've been running reruns of him, but the the weekend programming on on BGO has been odd to say the least. It's not consistent what they run, and and, and then there's no playlist, and you know that's gonna make me ill. And um, 
even weekday programming has been uh, suspect. It's been good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the music's been okay, but the um, you know they they seem, they seem like they're switching around. I was looking at some kind of websites that their 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 hits at their website are down, probably almost in half at BGO. Not nearly as bad as FDU. I think they're still getting like 160,000 hits a month. We're getting like, we got 140, by the way, last month. And Barry and uh, Barry Duff and the rest of the yo-yos at FDU, I think they, they had under 6,000. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're really going to do good this fun drive. And that's coming up in a couple of weeks, right? Oh, man, by the time you hear this, it'll be like a week or two away. Then we got to monitor those nut jobs. Oh, it's almost like a job. I got a woman, Johnny Hammond Smith, uh, written by, of course, Ray Charles with Houston Person. From an album called Soul Flowers. We heard a couple of blues tunes by Hank Crawford. Uh, Manhattan Blues, written by Hank, Melvin Sparks. Fathead, Idris Muhammad on that, and that was from an album called Tight. We heard Mr. Blues, also written by Hank, with Richard T., Joe Beck, Bob Cranshaw, arranged and conducted by Bob James. That album's called Wild Flower. This next track we're going to hear is another bluesy tune written by Willis Jackson from a Johnny Hammond Smith album called, like the same one we played before, Johnny Hammond Cooks with Gator Tail. And it's a tune that Jackson wrote, Gator Tail. Willis Gator Tail Jackson. Let's check it out.
those of you who've been following for the last 20-something years, it sounds blue. It wasn't always called Sounds of Blue, but anyway, but for the most part, probably 85% was and still is Sounds of Blue, homegrown edition. Now, of course, the only difference, because we got out of that funky place and not a good funky place in Teaneck. But in any event, um, that track, Way Back Home, written by Wilton Felder of the Crusaders, performed, I think, originally by them, I, I would suspect. Um has been a staple in whatever variations of who covered it. It was covered quite a bit. The Gad Gang did a real nice cover of that as well. And uh, that's taken from Hank Crawford's The World of Hank Crawford, a 2000 release. A little different mix of people that Bob Porter put together for this one. Danny Mixon on piano, Marcus Belgrave on trumpet, Ronnie Cuba, who he did use from time to time, but not regularly. On baritone, he did a nice solo there. Melvin, he used quite a bit, and Melvin was quite quite sparky there. I might add. Stanley Banks, he would use you know pretty well, quite often as well. And Kenny Washington, well, I don't think I don't think Porter used all that much on drums. So again, the world of Hank Crawford. The tra- and we also heard from the same album, Back in the Day. As we would make our way towards the final hour, we're about twenty minutes shy, less than to uh, the third hour. We're going to probably switch back and take it out with a bunch of Les McCann. Hint, hint. Uh, and, um, you know, we're just going to be working on that kind of groovy thing. Thank you. 
Nice work out there. Johnny Hammond Smith from the album Breakout. Great horn section. I think the sax solo had to be um, Grover Washington. There's two sax players in there. Both are very good. And that would be Hank Crawford, whose birthday it also is. But Grover, who I think we celebrated a couple weeks ago or a week or so ago, also had a birthday. Eric Gale, Billy Cobham, Danny Moore on trumpet. Who am I leaving out? Uh... No, I think we got him. Johnny Williams on Fender Bass, who I'm not familiar with. Written by um, Neil Sedaka. Not a name that shows up regularly in Sounds of Blue, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, working on a groovy thing. Roger, Roger Atkins and Neil Sedaka. From the album Breakout, from. What year was that? 1971. Is that correct? binoculars <laughs> we're getting ready to switch over not quite yet we're going to play one more tune to take us towards the third hour not completely into the third hour and then we're going to finish up with some less mccann and who knows what other surprises might crop in there but i think it's going to be exclusive one hour straight of uh remembering less mccann who passed away this past week at 88. You know, I mean, I was thinking the stories. I, I got to know pretty friendly um, Cordell Dupree's wife and telling me about, you know, 
how how they've tra traveled with with uh, Cornell and Les, and they would go on these junket tours out to uh, Japan. And uh, she said he was a horrible food eater, meaning, and he couldn't be. He was a diabetic, bad. And um, but you know what? He must be doing something right, because 88 for a diabetic is pretty damn good. So uh, he was confined to a wheelchair for a long time. I met him at the Joel Dawn Memorial back in 2008. Now that I just looked it up a little while ago. What crazy stories he had to tell. It was me, Dr. John, and Wardell Kazare. I mean, that's that's a trio of, of very strange magnitudes of very strange stories that came out of that that I tried to verify with Les on a radio program at later date. And he denied what he said to me that night, but we, we'll leave him be. But... Um, Everybody has their quirks, right? But he was a good cat and a uh, pretty upbeat guy and whatever. And a lot of people didn't know he was a um, a photographer. When he had a stroke, I guess somewhere in the 90s, he could still play, and but he was like limited to one side of his body and all of that. He sang a little bit more and he played, still played piano, but he took up photography and he put out a book that was just titled Invitation to Openness that I got him to sign, which I'm very proud to have in my possession. Who's going to take all this stuff from me? Huh, Rob? <laughs> in any event, this is from Mobley again, um, from the album Night Beat. This is a Hank tune uh, written by Hank called Midnight Fantasy. It's kind of, kind of spacey a little bit. Nice groove to it. Great band. Wilbur Bascom on bass. If you don't know him, you should. He did a lot of TV work and stuff like that met him a couple times with melvin out and about and uh purdy on drums melvin on speaking of which melvin on guitar dr john on piano and organ and hank crawford from the album night beat this is called midnight fantasy hank crawford <laughs> Fathead's in here too. Blue Solo. Alan Rubin. Those are Blues Brother guys. Alan Rubin, guy. Howard Johnson. Play with the band. Okay, let it play.
and that is Les McCann, Pubai Makuchi and His Friends, written by Les McCann. This album's been released, Invitation to Open This. We heard The Lovers first earlier in the program. And then this was uh, the third track. I skipped the track. I'm going to play the second track next, which is uh, UJ Pubu. <laughs> I love these names, I think. But anyway, um, it got issued the first time that I was, I'm aware of anyway on CD when Joel Dorn issued it on his label M label. And it got reissued again around two, 2015 or thereabouts on Omnivore with a, with a um, bonus track that I was familiar with. It was, so it wasn't like it was unreleased. It was called Dolzinger with Buddy Guy and Philip Catherine and a whole bunch of people uh, live in Germany. But we'll get to some of that in a little bit. We still got some time. We've got uh, about 47 minutes to go. But what I wanted to do here, because I had such a reverence for Dorn and McCann, from the liner notes, and I don't know, it's hard to even tell by reading them, if this was really issued in 2000 on Joel's, again, label M record label. I'm not sure what the M stood for, but I never got a chance to ask him. But he would often redo liner notes or update liner notes. And I'm presuming he usually puts a date, but he doesn't do it here. Anyway, to the point. Joel says, for this recording, with the exception of The Lovers, that's the first track we heard at the beginning of the show, which was completely improvised, Les had a couple of medley lines and a couple of bass lines in his head. He called me about six weeks before the session, explained that the music to me is as much as he could as as much as he could and asked me to find musicians who would compliment compliment regular members of the group and who could relate musically and personally to what it was he hoped to achieve in the studio. We recorded for two nights. Both nights musicians came to the studio an hour in advance. Both nights they knew nothing of what was to be recorded. By the time Les got to the studio all levels were were taken. Everything was balanced. Everybody was in the studio waiting to record. After giving the bass players the bass lines and playing the, the snatches of melody once or twice so people could get the feel of the tunes, Les became the conductor without a baton. Instead of, of flailing his arms and screaming, his conduction was in the form of telling the musicians stories in his own inimitable style that would help them understand what it was that impelled him to create these pieces of music and then left them free to interpret as they would. A nod here, a smile there, a quick point of the index finger to someone to someone are Les's main tools of conducting. Les's feels, it seems to me, is that the artist is only as free as the structure in which he records. The freer the musicians that surround him, the freer the atmosphere in the studio, the freer the final product, period. And the last, in the past, I'm sorry, Les had many hit records. I don't believe he has ever had a record 
that was more personally involved with or cared nearly as much as this one, Invitation to Openness. He has wanted to record like this for a long time. It is a shame he had to wait so long, but I feel it is great that the music turned out so well. The mask, <laughs> the, the man himself, Joel Dawn, who produced the recording. With that being said, let's go to Boo J. Poo Boo by Les McGann from Invitation to Openness, recorded in 1972. This is a track that really gives me that Miles Davis feeling. Sorry, Les, I don't mean to bust your chops, man. It just does.
<laughs> Hi, this is Joel Dorn, and you're listening to one of the last real radio stations in the universe. Song written by Eddie Harris. Today was the first time we ever saw it. <laughs> so, with your help, <laughs> we might do it. This is called Cold Up Time. Thank you. 
Hi, this is Les McCann, and you're listening to Bob Putignano's The Sounds of Blue.
the love I'm hanging on me push and shove Possession is the motivation That is hanging up The goddamn nation Looks like we always end up In a rut Everybody now Trying to make it real Compared to what Killing hoes, twisted children are killing frogs. Poor dumb rednecks rolling logs, tired old ladies kissing dogs. I hate the human love of that stinking mud. I can't use it, trying to make it real compared to what. what it's for nobody gives us a rhyme or reason half a one doubt they call it treason we're chicken feathers all the way out one day. god damn it I'm trying to make it real compared to what Sunday sleeping not trying to duck the wrath of God. Preachers filling us with fright. They all trying to teach us what they think is right. They really got to be some kind of nut. I can't use it. I'm trying to make it real compared to what.
piano, where's that honey? Where's my God and where's my money? Unreal values of crass distortion. Unwed mothers need abortion. Kind of brings to my old young King Tut. He did it now. Trying to make it real compared to what? If you, if you go on YouTube, I only found out about this about two, three years ago. This performance, all I think all of it, is available as an audio and video. After hearing this for umpteen times, I said, wow, now I get to actually watch it? What a concert. Yet another version, and we're going to close it out with another compared to what? With Passport from Doljigger's Jubilee. With Buddy Guy, Philip Catherine, and Johnny Griffin. This is pedal to metal, man. Crowds into it? Yeah.
And there you have it. That's a pretty crazy version. I always liked this version. I remember hearing it. It's on a uh, Dolzinger Jubilee 1975 when, you know, edition. He did several of them. I don't know how many. I think only two were recorded. There could be more that I'm not aware of. But there were two on Atlantic. And uh, that version always, like, made my hair stand up. Nothing wrong with the original Swiss Movement version as well, too which is a little bit more rootsy, but it's less with Passport on that last track, and it's less with Eddie Harris and company from Swiss Movement from 1969. You know, Joel Dorn told me, and I've read this elsewhere, though I didn't read this in, in the recent obits, is that when they, when they decided to do the show with, with Eddie and, and uh, uh, Les McCann and Eddie Harris, there was, you know, you'd hear them sometimes, you know, he says it's cold duck time. It was the first time we're looking at it. There's a bonus track on um, a another edition of Swiss Movement, you know, anniversary edition. And he's talking about, yeah, we don't even have a name for the song yet. In other words, what I'm trying to say eventually is that they just winged it. <laughs> they just ran with it. And I, I guess, you know, Joel and it was Neshui Erdogan, Ahmed's brother, who produced the record or the album or the, or the recording and the concert and whatever. But I guess they just said, hey, how about compared to what? Which they were familiar with because Gene McDaniels, who wrote the tune, had an affiliation with Dorn, had an affiliation with Atlantic. So it was nothing new. One thing I forgot to mention about, and there was a track that Joel had on some record that he put out of stuff that was unreleased. Roberta Flack was founded, was, you know, was put on the map by Les McCann. He saw, he saw her singing in, um, I believe it was Washington, D.C., and brought her to Atlantic and said, you got to record this woman. Not a bad call, huh? Les McCann, I'll miss him. I'll miss his ways. I'll miss his style. I'll miss his music more than anything else. He was a cool cat. There was no question about it. And uh, I remember him again back behind the uh, uh, backstage at the Joel Dawn Memorial. He was he was goofing on my. I had a pretty small camera, and he was like, "Look at that dinky camera." I mean, he was a, he was a chop buster, but that was fine. It was Les McCann, man. Get to hang out with him, and you know, celebrating the life of Joel Dawn with Wodell Kazair and Doctor John as a trio. Wow. I'm in the quartet. Nah, I'm just, I'm just sitting, sitting by and listening to it all. In any event, goodbye, to Les McCann. He gave us a lot of years of great music, especially me. Hope you enjoyed the Hank Crawford segments as well as the Johnny Hammond Smith. I thought they kind of went well together and kind of took a break at the somewhere around the two-hour mark to just about the three-hour mark, and then concluded with uh, what I think is some of the better Les McCann or memorable or my favorites. How's that? That's a better way of Les McCann tunes, some with Eddie Harris, some not. And uh, we'll put a bow on it. My name is Bob Pudding Yano. This has been Sounds of Blue, number 426. Moving on, huh? Take care, everybody. Until next time, we'll be back. Be careful. Remember, don't watch the news. No, 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 no. The news is nutty. The news will make you drink. Well, maybe that's okay, but, you know, the news will make you, you know, 
not sleep at night. How's that? Until next time, Sounds of Blue. Ciao for now. Thanks, everybody. Bob Puttingano.